Hey everybody, thank you for listening to The Fate of Ison. I'm Brad, and this is book two, episode five. It's cool that you're here. Smiley face! If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to drop us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser to let us know. Every review helps us grow and reach more awesome listeners just like you. Or just get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, those are all at Fate of Ison, to say hi. That's a cool thing to do. Uh, If you want to take that extra step in supporting us, you could always become a patron on our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash fateofison to check out the various reward tiers on offer and see how you can help us make the show. This episode was live streamed on our Twitch channel on Wednesday the 26th of October New Zealand time. If you missed it but want to make sure you catch all of our streams in the future, make sure you're following us on twitch.tv slash fateofison. Okay, it's time for the recap. Here we go! Last time, Dexter, Granny and Bardley journeyed to the Persephone Forest in search of a perspike plant and also their missing friend Hamlet. They found the highly dangerous plant and spent some time trying to determine the best way to acquire it. During their attempt, the plant released spores that instantly put Granny and Bardley to sleep and exhausted Dexter to the very edge of consciousness. Hello, kia ora, and welcome back to Fate of Eisen book two. Yay, yay, yay! Um, thank you for joining us today. If it is your first time dropping by visiting Eisen, welcome. And for all of our fadies already in the chat who are waiting for us to get started, Thank you for being back here. It's welcome back. It's great to see you again, especially after we saw some of you in person. Brad and I got to see a few of you live and in person at WellyCon, and that was amazing. So good to see you, Christian, Steve, uh, Reese, Andrew, and a bunch of other people that kind of knew us, but I know them the, the, the best. So it was very exciting and very fun. So welcome back. We've got a brand new story. In the tank and a cast which you are starting to get to know so I would like to sink my teeth and get into the nighttime darkness that is where we find our characters well last you saw our our PCs they were having a few issues (laughs) with a particularly spiky purple plant which They had tried multiple ways to make sure that they did not disturb and was uh, having a good time uh, being put in a sack. Unfortunately, they had some troubles with that and what actually happened was they found themselves spored in the face uh, and a few of them went to sleep. And this is also after they had gone into the forest chasing Hamlet, who had disappeared off into said forest well ahead of everybody else while they had a discussion about whether they should go into the forest or not. Uh, so Hamlet, you, you, you found yourself racing into the forest by yourself with none of your party around you. Um, who knows what you got up to because we as the audience haven't seen that yet. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's a mystery. It's, it's a mystery, mystery. Peter. Uh, but what we did see <laughs> is Dexter watching this happen. So Dexter managed to avoid the worst of the spores and watched as the rest of his party fell asleep. 
on the ground because of the perspike plant, which is used to make sleeping potions. So Dexter, you kind of are quite surprised as to what this what this plant actually did to your friends and how it knocked them out. Initially, you probably try and pull them towards yourself, pull them out of safety, make sure that you tie this purse bike up and you realize it's quite late. Um, you are quite tired yourself and it just becomes too hard to pull both of your party members through the darkness, through this forest and away from the purse bike where you find yourself and eventually you just sit down tired and frustrated and just unable to go any further. I fully thought you were gonna make him take like choose between us. <laughs> like you can't <laughs> you can't carry both of them, so you no, can only take one. He's just kind of pulling <laughs> both choice. of you, but a Dexter's choice. Um, but he just can't get very far at all, right? So you just yeah. are too tired and you sit down with your back against the tree with both Granny and Bardley in front of you, sort of uh, trying to keep an eye on them, but you just can't keep your eyes open any yep. longer. It's been Human a really shields. long day, and all this is all this is happening. You wake up in the middle of the night suddenly, Dexter, and you're not quite sure initially what wakes you up, but you realize it's movement in the darkness with a lot of eyes, and Bardley and Granny are being pulled away from you by large creatures with several no. legs and shining eyes. And in this moment, you're like, you're still quite, like, literally quite tired because, as we know, you took a point of exhaustion. So, you you know, you, you're woken up by this, but almost too late and, and, and too tired to do anything about. It's exactly the thing I'm the most scared of. Exactly. Um, it's not that you don't watch what is happening, but you're not really able to act fast enough, being half groggy and um, exhausted like that, to be able to stop it happening. What you are able to do is move with it. So you see these creatures drag your friends off into the forest and you're able to crawl quietly behind them watching where they're going kind of keeping an eye on your friends um they still seem to be sleeping soundly they don't seem to be injured by these creatures at all um but these creatures are massive and uh you just feel like you can't really take them on by yourself and you watch as these hairy-legged multiple-eyed massive-bodied creatures wrap your friends up in webbing and then leave in a way you're just outsourcing the work you couldn't drag us anymore, and now you've just got something else to do it while you follow yeah. along. Yeah, look, this is an artisan hammock. <laughs> I'm supporting your local. Uh, yeah, true, true. Hand hand sewn. Uh, exactly. Weed. Sell it down at the farmer's market. Let's go. But where you see these creatures pull your friends to and wrap them up in these thick, you know, piles of webbing, also have other piles of webbing sort of like pods if you will hanging from trees around the place so you see more than just your two friends be wrapped up um you see several other pods of webbing holding other figures that you didn't see wrapped up so you're not sure who these these pods contain but um you can see that there are several and then these figures sort of withdraw and you wait for a while 
until you're sure that they are gone, but they do seem to be gone for this this point in time. And as you're waiting, you're sort of, you're so tired, your eyes find yourselves closing for periods of time. You sort of start awake. It does look like the, the sky is getting a little lighter, but it's still dark. Then you find yourself sort of snapping awake, finally able to rid yourself of that feeling of weariness. It's like your body has had enough rest to get rid of it. So you can remove that point of exhaustion from yourself. And everybody, uh, you find yourselves having had an eight hours rest. Now, for those of you who are wrapped up in pods, so Bardley, Granny, and yes, Hamlet, you have been wrapped up in one of these pods. No! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's in the pod, also, everybody. You also Doesn't find look like yourself... A cauliflower. <laughs> having had an eight hours rest, but you do wake up literally restrained in webbing and not really being able to see anything. You just feel this force all over your body uh, and you're unable to like move your limbs at all. And it's dark where you are and it smells kind of damp. Oh my God, I'm literally you... restrained. Yeah. That's where you find yourself. And yes, chat, I forced a rest on them. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. The chat's all like, oh, I knew it. She forced a rest on them. Yes, they are level two. Congratulations. Yo. Well done, everybody. <laughs> we can't be stopped now. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. Yeah, so that's where you find yourself in the morning. So, uh, Dexter, you find yourself kind of, uh, leaned against a tree, sort of having been keeping an eye on these pods all night, and everybody else, you find yourself wrapped up in these pods. Are all of my friends together, or are they separated out into pods, like, far away? They spread them across this area. So it's like a um, 30 feet by 30 feet sort of area with various hanging pods off, like, thick branches. So they've had to spread it out because a lot of the branches aren't thick enough to hang off, you know, bodies of this weight, so they've kind of hung them around this grove okay who's the closest person to where dexter is it is <laughs> granny Gran- okay Aww. i'm gonna go up to granny like hi granny how you doing oh, i am very comfortable thank you <laughs> okay because I-, I was gonna help you down but if you're okay up there i can leave you you can cut me down, but it's it's quite quite a cozy cocoon in here. It's like a swaddle. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll you. maybe I'll cut early. you down last. Okay. I just start screaming. <laughs> <laughs> this is Badly's biggest fear. <laughs> I've decided. Um, yeah, I'm just screaming. I'm not. I'm gonna not scream into the mic for the sake of everyone, but just know that I am screaming. Hello, my friend. You seem in distress. Let me down. Let me down. Get 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 me down. Okay. Get. Get me down. Get me down. Get me down. Get me. Okay. Okay. But if you if you're gonna yell at me, I'm not gonna do it. Can you can you ask nicely? Please. Thank you. See. Look, Granny would tell you manners go a long way. I'm like sobbing. Oh, yes, dear, it will be fine. Just calm down. That's a good point. Looking at my inventory, I don't think I have 
many, if any, sharp objects on me. Uh, do, you have like a short sword or something, JD, right? Yeah, yeah, I've got like uh, a rapier, I think. Am I able to get at your rapier where you're kind of tied up? Uh, no, it's thick and it's sticky and it's coating the entire of the outside. So you wouldn't even be able to like see anything. And when you're hearing them talk, it's muffled coming through this wrapping. Oh man. Could I, would I be able to set the webbing on fire to like go Cook through yourself? it? Cook yourself? No, not the whole thing. But if I did like <laughs> press to digitation and used the fire to against the webbing. Depends a lot if you need somatic components to that spell. So if your spell says like any kind of S for somatic, then you would need your hands to do so. So no, your hands would be unable to move. Well, time to do this the old fashioned way. We had the herbalism kit open with a frowl in it. Oh, there's a a little spade thingy. Yeah, but did we leave that all the way back in the clearing? I don't know. Did we? (laughs) <laughs> would would Dexter have thought to pick it up is the question we must ask ourselves. Honestly, yeah, at this it. point, hit me down like a piñata. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Use that was gonna, My plan B was just to start punching it away. <laughs> I mean, you could just try and, like, rip into it with your hands if, if that's all that you have, or, like, find something around you, or... I don't know. It'll be that. Is there a particularly sharp stick? Yeah. Or a stone. Or a pair of scissors. Do you have rope? You <laughs> could attach a the craft stick knife. to a stone. Just like sit, <laughs> sitting, sitting around Swiss in the Swiss army knife. Rapier. <laughs> like a sane person. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to start trying to like tear chunks off it. If, I am, if I'm able to do such a thing. Yeah, and you can. It's just time consuming, right? Because you're not really able to get your hands into it easily. So you're taking like little pieces, little pieces until you can get your hands sort of more in there and able to rip it. Also your hands stick to it. So even when you're like pulling at it, it's physically sticking to you as well. So you're like- Also, I'm still screaming the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) You're being very distracting. Like I'm I'm doing my best. (laughs) (laughs) Doing my bits. So it just it just takes you a while and and that's obviously concerning to you because you know what dragged them here. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm going as fast as my my monk hands can carry me. Yeah. So after a while you are able to peel enough webbing off that they can actually then help you. So they're stuck to the webbing as well, but they can probably if you clear enough off the front of them, they can peel themselves off the back. I also awaken. Am I still under a? Am I under a spell or am I like conscious? No, you're just awake. I'm yeah. cool. I'm chilling. All right. Yeah. You probably um, still really want to find Perspike. Right. The just... plant, but you haven't found any. You kind of got attacked by spiders and woven up and hung here. I try and break myself out of this binding. Just sort of rip it. I go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let out a big yawn and then try to rip myself out. Yeah, so you can roll me like an athletics check to see if you're strong enough to be able to break any of the webbing just by moving, you know? Tight, all right. Let's go. That is a 14. Yeah. That's pretty so good. You s- yeah, you start to see like some of the webbing crack apart and that sort of gives you a little bit of a finger hold so you can start 
ripping at some of this webbing yourself. I, I break myself loose and land on the ground, uh, try to do a flip as well. Um, so I'm going to roll acrobatics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a six. Cool. Yeah, it doesn't go great. You end up falling flat on your face, but and with a whole lot of webbing in and around you. But you do eventually, again, eventually break yourself out. Yeah. Gang, gang. Nice. All right. I lie on the floor for a little bit in shame. Yeah, fair. <laughs> That's okay, man. Sometimes I fail at things. Uh, should we get down Granny, maybe? Oh, yes, please. That's, 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 that's enough sleep for now. Okay. I'm very rested. I will leave this up to, to Finboy. Because you have a sword. I do indeed. Correct. I do that might indeed. be quite useful about getting webbing out. If I weren't already lying on the floor in shame. Yes. Am I able to take your sword from you, or are you going to slap my hand away? <laughs> no, I'll get up and I'll pass like you a, my sword. Like a kid getting a cookie. Okay. I'm going to use the sword to very, very gently, very precisely sink. Okay. Sink. S- roll oh, for that, that noise concerns on. me, honestly. <laughs> um, ro- roll an attack roll, and as long as you do over a 13, then you don't do any damage to the person you're trying to cut. Great. Oh, he's he's sunken. Okay, so... Oh, no, careful, am I, careful. <laughs> am I adding a short sword? That Close enough. Same kind of roll. Yeah. Yes. You don't want me so to, to just get- do it? You, you, go, you go for it. You take the lead on this one. This... Oh dear. Oh, thanks, boss. No worries. I need to wake up. I'm a little bit groggy still. Give it a go. I'm not so sure about my choices of companions Being right cut now. by a teammate is one of my second biggest fears. <laughs> That's what we call in the biz. Jill's a dirty 20. Nice. Hey, 15 nice. plus 5. Granny yeah. will not be eviscerated today. When it's your teammate scary. doesn't slice you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very precise, very slow. You take your time, you cut around, you know, you're doing a really good job making sure not to slice Granny at all. Uh, yeah, and you're able to help her down out of, like, again, uh, as the chat said, uh, an appealing chick uh, as you peel out of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Of, very good of bit of business. Webbing, uh, and and land sort of uh, graciously on the ground, helped by helped by Dexter there. Okay, I'm gonna like, then I'm gonna give your sword back. Like, thank you for letting me use it, boss. No worries. And I wipe all the goo that I have on my hands and my arms onto your robe. Anyway, cool man. Where to next? Where was this this perspic this perspicae? Was this? Did you find it? Did you just, uh, yes and no. <laughs> do we still have it? Right, surely we still have it. Do we? Let's do we have bye. this? Pers- pers- piss bike, piss, piss bike. Yes, that. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever he said. Also, are there any more pods? And do people look like they're Who alive cares? in them? Yeah, right. We we should probably rescue other people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> There are a total of five pods. So you've okay. just cut three people free. You got lucky. Uh, well, I mean, you haven't cut three people free. You knew where Bardley and Granny were because you watched them sort of be wrapped up and hung there. And then Hamlet freed himself and landed kind of on the ground. So there are two other I pods. I want to break free. <laughs> All right. So we better be getting this purse bike back to caves. If, 
if we had to win this competition, <laughs> is all I'm saying. But if we save people, then we've won the competition already. What? If what competition? If I cast Prestidigitation now, <laughs> then I have my hands spell. free. Can I? Can I get rid of the? <laughs> Look, the, all I'm saying is these, these two NPCs yeah. are clearly NPCs that Jules has created and has worked hard on. So I think we should just leave. <laughs> <laughs> Mwah, I love you too. <laughs> you don't want to hear the backstory of Greg the Gnome? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Do what okay. you wish, Dexter, but um, I'm. where was this post bike? Did you find it? It was this? Oh, uh, it's like... Over there, like down a path and through some trees. Okay, here's my sword. I'm gonna just go and grab that really quick, and I'll I'll meet you back here. Splitting off from the group once again. Have a nice sleep. Yeah, because that went great the last time. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, can we just? Was that a passive aggressive comment that I noticed, Dexter? I've had I've had a lot of fine, character development, fine, man. Fine, I'm passive aggressive now. <laughs> It does seem to the rest of you, and you haven't known Hamlet that long, but Hamlet does seem incredibly focused on getting this purse bike still, you know, like just super, this is, this is what I'm doing and I'm taking it back to the, the alchemist who's going to do the thing. And I'm doing that for caves because, you know, because it's the right, like, I don't know why Hamlet has told themselves that they are doing this like i don't know what your reasoning is but it's very strong like the the need to do this is still burning within hamlet like a fire that cannot be quenched he was charmed by the music <laughs> no so he's got the music in him no and now he has to do whatever the music wants but really you should stick with your friends and maybe friendship is the true magic I've gone, by the way. I've left. This <laughs> You're talking to the trees. <laughs> can we open, like, uh, I have a hunting knife. Can I open just the cocoon at, what, just see the face of the person inside and ask them politely whether they're comfortable if they want to come down? <laughs> because I was very comfortable. Did I so manage I to can... burn up a, a, a cocoon? Did that happen? I don't have to roll anything for it, so it just Tonight, happens. Tonight, on Cocoon Watch. So you just set a cocoon on fire, is that what you're doing? Like, one of them. <laughs> just um, singeing it. Yeah, I just want to, like, detach it from the roof, at least. But also, if I felt that I was confident enough to just control fire on the outside <laughs> and not cook someone Is inside. Is the digitation real though? Do you get real fire? <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. do. I mean, it's yeah, you can pres- set, you can light things with it and stuff. Uh, yeah, mm. um, let's do an arcana check to see how in control of your own magic you are. La la la. That's <laughs> 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 my song. Um, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll a d6 because I actually do know who is in every one of these cocoons. And Called it. I'm going to see who we who we have here. <laughs> who do we find? It's the alchemist. He was there the whole time. <laughs> it's, this, it's a Schrodinger's cocoon. We don't know You're gonna leave who it. it is until we open it. No, they're both alive and dead within the cocoons until we observe it. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, apparently the dice gods would like you to know that... Gods? 
Yeah, the dice gods. Uh, I mean, I know we What's don't that? have gods, but I have. The council of dice. You mean dogs? Jules, the DM in the real world of New Zealand, Aotearoa, has dice gods. And Is that what you put on your census form? <laughs> yeah. Like denomination, you're like, I worship the dice gods. I worship Some the people dice are gods. Jedi. Yeah, some people are dice gods. I believe in yeah, the dice. Go. The dice will tell me Flying what to spaghetti do. Monster. If I look, like real advice for everybody listening: if you're ever unsure as to what course of action to do, roll a dice. The dice will tell you what to do. It's actually, and actually then you disregard real. and do what you're going to do anyway. Well, that's true. You either roll something and you know that you didn't want that outcome, and so that you know what the choice is anyway, or you the dice decide for you either way. No, it's a down, definitely. Yeah, it, it trust the okay. dice always. What uh, if so, your gods decided jewels? So the dice, the dice have decided that as you as you set fire to just the top of this tree branch and where it's sort of attached with the webbing, because you managed to control the fire enough, the pod drops onto the ground. And it wiggles a bit and you hear a voice that, well, may or may not be familiar to you, but you definitely have had multiple conversations with this person. And some of you might remember the voice of destiny. I told you we should have left it in the tree. (laughs) No one listened to me. Charisma. That's that's her name. Hello, Charisma. (laughs) Uniqueness, nerve and talent. She's like, oh, is that, you know what? Just leave me here. <laughs> I, I can, Okay, Destiny. I can totally get out. I can do this That's myself. That's her Destiny. <laughs> You're doing great. I told you it's very comfortable. I can, I can totally do this. God, this is so I do have my rapier. I can slice it open as well. Yeah, like, we, we could help if you really want. No, but no. You look like you've got the sword. It's fine. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. I'm, I, this is my first adventure, and I will absolutely do this. Hey, hey. I think we need to have discussion here about how it's okay to ask for help. It's, it's not a bad thing to admit when you need community around you. So if you're really struggling and we have the ability to help you, we'd like to extend that reach. Yeah. I feel like you put up a lot of walls, Disney, maybe because everyone you've let close to you has hurt you in some way mm. and that you don't feel comfortable like opening up and truly expressing how you feel and your needs in a particular moment. Yeah. And maybe if you reached out <laughs> and trusted people, you'd see that the world isn't so bad. Are you deliberately using metaphors like reach out and open up because I'm stuck in this damn webbing? That would be on brand for us. I, I think you're reading into things where you you're don't need to be. You're a tightly wound. Yeah. I think you're spinning your own tail. <laughs> don't, don't get strung up about it, you know? Like, just... I walk back in to the clearing. Um, I couldn't find the, the uh, thing. Oh, god you- damn it. I mean, ah... Oh, Blah 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 blah. Who is that? <laughs> Poor Spork. Oh, is that um? Uh, the trampoline. Trampoline. I, I'll uh, get I don't, it. I don't know if that's that's her name. Anyway, Charlemagne. Um, we're not here to have sex with Candy spiders. Man. Um, 
<laughs> Speak for yourself. That's I mean, did anybody turn. say we were? I feel like we need to be faster, otherwise we might be having sex with sex spiders. By spiders. Anyway. <laughs> Who's? Where's the other? Pe- Let's. I can I use my rapier to cut uh, destiny Angelia. out of her bindings. Yeah. What? What? And then I- who's the other person? She's still. She's like sighing heavily and still struggling in there. Like you can see the webbing, like oh, tossing back and forth as she's physically moving her body, trying to like free up her arms to try and get out of this. You know, she's having a hard time and you can hear her going i can do it like she's really trying to get it done by herself um yeah. but you can easily just slice it oh open. i support you dear you can do it i agree with yeah, granny every every young woman can do whatever she wants doesn't have to have six children right off the bat at all that's not a thing you can be in a cocoon Instead. <laughs> exactly. I think we should go find the... If you guys want to, like, direct me to where you found it, because that would Isn't be... Isn't there another cocoon? <laughs> Do we need to save the other person, too, yeah? Yeah. I think, Granny, you were taking, like, the face part of the cocoon just to oh, see yes, who it I was. Oh, yes, I wanted to look at the and face on the okay. and ask them. Yes, please. May I? DM? Yeah. yeah. Uh, roll me a d4 and tell me whether it's odds or evens. Roll... Four. Four? Okay. Yeah. So you slice open just the face sort of piece because now you're familiar with the face being hanging at the bottom of the webbing and the feet being hanging at the top. Um, It's like a kind of sleeping bag. Yeah. So you kind of slice carefully open at the bottom down by where you are and sort of peel this webbing back and you are greeted with quite a grisly sight. It's a skull with a lot of sort of gory, goopy skin that's sort of still m- melting, uh, weeping and wet. <laughs> He's and yeah, it's it's quite becoming a, a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> so yeah. it's a spa. Oh, that's a beautiful exfoliation. I will let you. Okay, Hamlet, let's leave now. Spa cocoon, and I just close it up nicely and like tap it. This is terrifying. And the smell hits you right in the face as you realize this is a rotting corpse. That went from zero to a (laughs) hundred way too quick. Smelled things in the last. That is too spooky. Five me. (laughs) This is the worst Halloween ever. I'm so spooked. I'm I'm very spooked by this content. Oh, is this a Halloween episode? I I would really like it if you guys could remember this next time that uh, I say that we should do something. We absolutely won't, but let's go now. (laughs) Yeah, and you turn to go, and there is a rustling sound in the trees. Nope, actually, I don't think there is. I think that's... (gasps) Yeah, I think you just told us a lie there, Jules. No, there is. I think you maybe just lied to us. Um, yeah, no, I didn't. Right. I think the more you say that, the louder a rustling sound is going to be. <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes when the DM says that there's a rustling sound in the trees, it doesn't just mean the wind, but sometimes it means the wind, you know? It could but be there the wind. is a rustling sound in the trees. Can I. But why you mention it? Is that what you were going to say? We leave? Can we leave? Yeah, the trees are saying rustle, rustle, rustle right now. Oh. Um, rustle, rustle oh, back. Bro. Yeah. Russell Brown. Yeah. So uh, I mean, you can try and run if you like, if that's what you want to do. Russell Howard. You're 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 a Hamlet's <laughs> Hamlet's gonna walk with purpose in the direction that he believes 
the purse bike is. He's not going to run. <laughs> he's going to walk. He's going to stage I mean- walk. <laughs> Has anybody in the party told you at any point, because I need to ask this question, that Dexter still has the sack with Perspec in it? Like, has anybody told you? No. Or are you just like, no, they are still on a Perspec mission? Does does Dexter remember this? I'm walking out of the forest. It's in one of his many pockets. Yeah. You still have the sack, which you spent ages putting this purse bike in. Ah, yes. The purse bike sack. Hamlet man. Hamlet, I'm, Hamlet man, I just remembered I just no. remembered something. Hamlet man is my father, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hamlet dude. Actually, your father is Mr. Brockflower, but yeah. sure. Yeah. His middle name, Hamlet man. It was, it's a, right. You know, it's one okay, of those old... I'm, I'm writing old. it down. <laughs> Hamlet Man Brockflower. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, one of those, him. like, handed down names from generation to generation. Exactly, exactly. And yeah. you were junior for a while. I was anyway, junior for a while. you think you can distract I me? Was Roll Hamlet initiative boy. right now. Roll it. <laughs> I was to spell at the rustling noise. Do I still well, get to walk you, with purpose out of the clearing? You, Is that... you walk with purpose towards out of this clearing and into thicker trees. Well done that you do that. Sick. <laughs> You're further away from the combat. That was and my the intention bike. all along. Okay. <laughs> and the piss, and the piss bike. <laughs> <laughs> Being forceful. <laughs> being, being assertive. I am being assertive. I will attack you with monsters in this podcast. It will happen <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. Are you saying us falling asleep and talking, doing Seinfeld impressions is not the Seinfeld. purpose of this game? Did you game? say Seinfeld impressions? <laughs> I th- oh, that was from like the oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth MacFarlane. What's the deal? Bartley, what did you get? I got 20. I got 20. Dirty 20. Dexter, what'd you get? I got a dirty 7. Okay, that's Granny, what'd you get? That is filthy. Banking clean four. And <laughs> Hamlet, what'd you get? I got a dirty little sexy little 12. That's what I got. Ooh. That's a, 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 a oh, sexy no. little... little t- oh, never Every, say that again. Everybody put <laughs> oh closer God. to the microphone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. just, a, just a nasty little 12, I think. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, a right, disgusting which, little awful Which means... Evil that 12. Hardly, you go first. There seems to be a, a okay. sort of rustling noises all around you. You haven't actually had a look around you at any point, uh, but they're they're coming from the east of you, the west of you, and the north of you. Nothing from the south. Could I cast Earth Tremor? In which direction? You're basically going to shake back at them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, They'll show them. Whatever's kind of closest to where we are, or is it like the same distance all around? Yeah, because you're in a clearing right now, so it's like the same distance in each direction. I can cover ten feet. <laughs> okay. Um, northeast or west? Uh, let's go west. Perfect. Or like, if I could position like northwest, try and get some overlay. Okay. Overlap. You can try. I'm. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> go roll it up. Maybe I, I can just go to the north or the west. Wait, uh, uh, we'll just do west. Okay, west. Okay, we're doing west. Roll it up. Um, it's a dexterity. 
Perfect. All right, that is a 10. How does a 10 do me? Not good enough. You take okay. three tremor, earth tremor damage. Excellent. Bludgeoning, and you're knocked prone to the ground. Okay, I'm not, but... If the ground... Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I just... Okay. It's just um, that it doesn't if- happen. But yes. Hypothetically, it would have. Hypothetically, it would have. <laughs> um, but you also don't know what you're firing at, so you're just kind of That's firing true. an earth tremor into a tree forest yeah. situation. And uh, you, what you hear is one little soft thump. From the west, little black shapes move towards you. And they <sighs> absolutely come hurtling out of that forest line and straight at Bardley, who had already fired something at them. Uh, and they come in, oh my goodness, and they surround you. And you are this. covered now, or surrounded, and they're starting to crawl up you by lots of little spiders. No. Damn, that sucks. No. No. And so they would like to try and bite you. Oof. No. And I really need That's my... That's going to be uh, yikes, bro. Ooh, okay. So uh, they get a 19 to try and bite you. Does that, does that, does that hit you? <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, it hits me. DM's favorite question. Uh, so does <laughs> 19 hit you? I don't know. What armor class is 19, Jules? You tell uh, me. So what level two has a 19 AC? Can yeah. you, uh, can you just me. take a little bit of piercing damage for me? Can you take 10 piercing damage for no. me? No. Yeah, a little bit. Frick you. Yeah, so team piercing as a bunch This is what of happens when you doubt the dice spiders gods. rush into your space gods. and cover oh, no. you. Yeah. Uh, Hamlet, you see this happen. And there are also still noises from the north and the east. What would you like to do? Thank you. Uh, thank you for yielding the floor. I would like to walk south. Okay. Yep. You can. Thank you. <laughs> that is what I do. Excellent. Uh, you walk um, oh, your wait, wait, wait. full walking speed, so Hold on. Hold on. Actually. <laughs> you, are you taking the dash action? <laughs> or would you like to take the dash action? Yes. <laughs> vroom, out of there. Um, you, d- I, you have told me now that the purse bike is in your bag, yes? Dexter? I don't think I had a chance to before we got attacked. Nah. You know Dexter wanted to tell you something, but... But, but the thing started to shake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the shaking put him off. I dash south. Okay. You dash south. <laughs> okay. Letters. Hamlet, you come to a bit of a, an, a it looks like another clearing, honestly, uh, where there are a little copse of trees and a massive bit of dirt, which has sort of had an unha- like an upheaval, like something has been dug out of the ground there. Can I do a cheeky little survival check? Yeah, of course you can. That is a, oh. Uh, 10. Nice. Okay, so with a 10, I think you can see easily that there is definitely a plant which has been dug out of here. There's little bits of roots still left in there, so you can see that. Um, There are some spores, like little, um, you know, uh, like dandelion, little like seed spores on the ground which have seemed to have um, sort of withered a bit and are sort of curling up being a bit less useful and a little bit of purple juice on the ground 
do I understand that this plant is... With that role, you're not entirely sure. You know that there's definitely a plant here which has spores and purple leaf to it. You could kind of assume it might be that one, but it might also be this one and it might also be this one. You actually know too many plants being a Brock flower. Like, it's like your lexicon for plants is too wide. Yeah, and that's always been a problem of mine, being too smart. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that clever. you smart that ass. you don't know that this particular plant <laughs> might have been pulled out of here, but it could also be this one, and it could also be this one. You just, like, need more information, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. Do I, by any chance, at the risk of doing too many things on my short little turn, uh, mm-hmm. see if the spores are perchance leading somewhere? If there's, like, yeah, a little looks- trail... It looks like they're leading back the way you came. You definitely see that. Okay. I turn around. I can't move anymore, but I turn around. Yeah, but you turn around. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Uh, Which leads us to the east. And the east runs out of the darkness, and I'm rolling for who it's racing at. (laughs) Granny, apparently. Uh, Apparently I'm rolling Granny just all day, every day. Uh, And... (laughs) Does the dice gods have spoken? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, That's what. Ready. Uh, so, um, Granny, <laughs> does a nineteen hit you? Um, if I said no. Yeah. Uh, can you take one piercing damage for me? It's only one piercing. But what I also need you to okay. do is a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Here it goes. I'm looking for a big number. It's a huge number. Tell me the... Okay, it's 13. Yeah, you pass it. It's fine. It's only a nine. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just mean. Um, So you don't take extra poison damage, essentially, as you feel this big spider. It's not a huge spider. It's like maybe like this big but it's it's one bigger yeah, spider racing towards you and so <laughs> Wait, this, bites you on like the leg so... you know big spider yeah, yeah it's, just it's for the people at home it's friend. a bit bigger uh, than the size of your frying pan you know not much ah. bigger than that oh yeah wonderful yeah tiny yeah. wonderful tiny you know basically australian <laughs> um yeah g'day deal with that every day <laughs> is that a spider do you guys hear that yeah uh, there was. I heard that. Pretty sure a spider uh, said g'day just then. Dexter. Dexter, it is your turn. Hello. Uh, so a frying pan-sized spider went up and tried to bite my sweet, beloved apple pie wielding granny. Yes, correct. Oh. Oh, that's uh, so sweet. Dexter would not be happy about this. And remind me, do you do flanking? I do. Oh. I'm going to go the other side so that the spider's between... I would love to remind people that I am covered in spiders that are biting me (laughs) and have done 10 damage to me and I have 9 damage left. And whose fault was that? (laughs) (laughs) I tried to help. (laughs) I I have very bad eyesight so I can't hear under all those spiders. Quick reminder, it's none of your turn. What is Dixie doing? (laughs) I have a quarterstaff that's shaped like a spoon. I might do more damage to you if I try to hit spiders. (laughs) Just (laughs) off your body. I'll be honest. So I'm going for the frying pan one, and I'm going to make an attack with me old quarterstaff. Okay. Roll it up. Uh, does an 18 it hit does. the spider? It does hit the oh, spider. Oh, 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 let's go. Uh, that is 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Tell me how you kill this spider. Oh, I just swap it right on the noggin. Nice. Just 
Yeah. Right with your uh, quarter staff shaped like a spoon. Wooden spoon. Yes. Perfect. So you thwop it on the noggin like it's been a naughty child and it splats everywhere. And then because I'm a monk, uh, as a bonus action, I can make an, an armed strike. Am I able to try to punch some spiders off my Bardley friend? Yeah, there, there's some on Bardley and there's some sort of around the ground around Bardley. And I'd say that you could reach some of the ones around the ground before they reach Bardley because they all look like they're going to climb up. I'm, go- I'm going to punch down like when they try to grab a fish from a river. Perfect. <laughs> and just try to <laughs> thwonk one of the spiderinos. Uh, that is a natural 20, Jules. Oh! <laughs> natural 20s give you inspiration if you don't already have them. Inspiration in my games means that you can choose to cash that in at any given time. Say to the DM, I don't like that role. Can I try that again? So you can kind of use that like currency. So you have an inspiration plus, of course, as we all know, natural 20s mean double damage. So if you would like to either... Take your dice and roll them once and times them by two, or roll two lots of dice. It is your choice. You need to declare it before it happens, though. Uh, I always go double dice because in my brain, that means I'm going to do more damage. Yeah, but right? Rolling, this is not mathematically so- <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It's one more dice worth of damage. It's all good. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, so with the dice doubled in my modifier, that is six points of bludgeoning damage okay is this oh and part of again because this is a swarm it might not be effective but because i have the crusher feet attack rolls against that creature are made with advantage until the start of my next turn oh perfect okay cool it it has been crushed it has been crushed okay all right uh who's who says it's a swarm? Meta knowledge. God, it's like you DM games or something. <laughs> um, it's like I've played D and D before it's like at some point. Like you played D and D before. Uh, yeah. So next up is Granny to the stage. Yes. Let's go, Granny. Um, Let's go, Granny. Granny to the main stage. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, Granny like rocks up. Uh, I just wanted to do a disclaimer. Uh, I came up with a spoon, and I have the actual spoon, and <laughs> Granny has a spoon in her inventory. Uh, so what I do is I grab my spoon, uh, and I cast Shillelagh on it as a bonus action. Nice, yes. And then I would, I would love to whack a spider that is uh, nearby. Yep, whack a spoon s- squad. Whack a spider is our new favorite game, apparently. Go for it. Okay, whacking. Um, does. 11 hit. 11. 11? No, unfortunately does not. Wait, oh, my screen it? it was a 17. <laughs> because, yeah. Are you counting your modifier? Yeah, yeah, you're not counting your modifier. Yeah. It was oh, a 17. So it's plus 6. <laughs> yeah, sorry. 17 is definitely a hit. Okay, cool. Let's damage this. It's good to know where the line is. <laughs> Might have flipping. Uh, it does a 12 damage to this. Perfect. Yes. 12 bludgeoning damage, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say so. Uh-huh. Every, everybody listening who knows about swarms is going, mm-hmm. Yes, 12. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 
I'll be honest, <laughs> my swarm just... knowledge is very limited. <laughs> yes, I suggest you know nothing Bag about swarms you because it. you'd be right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. which brings us to my north side wrestle. So my north side wrestle would like to yeah my side wrestle (laughs) the side wrestle (laughs) would like to rush in wrestling that that russell grind set that russell grind set did you say um it has four targets no (laughs) and it would like to go for it would like no it doesn't have four targets i lie because hamlet is not there right now it only has three targets Okay, so apparently it would like to go for Dexter. Oh, square up, you northern Russell. Yep. So it would like to come flying in this much larger spider. Now, what we're talking about is a spider larger than the size of you. Yes, flying in a figurative, descriptive sense, Uh, not actually. I thought you meant like a literal flying spider. I was hyped. Some of them do fly. Some of them do fly. So the spider comes in on oh, its legs, but jumping from a tree, which makes it look like it was flying. Uh, and it is much larger than Dexter himself. Uh, and oh. it comes in trying to bite. And Dexter does a 22 hit you. Oh, uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it might. Yeah, it might. It might. <laughs> uh, can you take seven piercing damage as these two massive fangs come in and they grab onto your shoulder area piercing into your skin and making you feel quite sick as you have to do a constitution saving throw oh no oh man oh that wasn't nice (laughs) can't save can't save ah that is a natural one no is that good no that's is not, that good in this game? That's not good. It's really not good. How really not good is it? So, you feel this weird cold chill run down the back of your spine. It comes out of it? nowhere. It's just like some cold icicle just dropped down the back of your shirt and went from the top of your neck all the way down to the base of your spine there and just made you kind of like shiver all the way down and it's very I'm still freaked out by the skeleton yeah it's very distracting it is incredibly distracting at this point and i'm gonna need you to roll me a d6 my friend uh the the chat uh is going off right now um they may have figured out something is happening uh there's some there's some excitement in the chat Cuatro. Cuatro. Okay. So you glow, but you only glow slightly. It's like this very soft blue color. Uh, and you all of a sudden feel like in a dark forest, you're standing out like a sore thumb. You're lucky it's not brighter. It's like, it's like a, a flickering bulb, which just doesn't have enough power to glow brightly. It's like it's trying to glow, but it's kind of glowing in fits and starts. Like it's not able to get enough power to do what it's supposed to do. But you're just flickering slightly, like a faint blue color. Flickering blue, mm. like a like a weird strobe light. <laughs> you're not sure what 
is actually going on because this has never happened to you before. You're like suddenly freezing cold and now you're glowing slightly flickering blue. It's it's very strange. Uh, sounds, sounds like a, a bloody uh, Friday night for me. <laughs> yeah, and, and in and amongst all of that, you have just ah. a moment to realize all of that is happening to you as you then feel the poison start to take hold of you because you obviously failed the constitution saving throw, so you take nine poison damage obviously. as well. Obviously. Obviously. Obviously you failed it. <laughs> <laughs> Your constitution wasn't good enough, obviously. Yes. <laughs> it's Liviosa, not like, Liviosa. I'm, it's so rude, but it's just true. Okay. <laughs> good energy. Yeah, and being that it's like almost nine o'clock and we would normally start these episodes at 7.30 and finish at 8.30, I think we're going to leave it there. You can't leave me flicking and glowing. Flicking, flicking and glowing, surrounded by spiders. There's there's some kind of crazy swarm trying to eat Bardley. There is a rather large-sized spider which has launched itself at uh, Dexter. And Hamlet has disappeared into the forest somewhere yet again. And Uh, is unharmed (laughs) again. Freaking who, again. Who out of us does not have spiders all over them? All right? Just, <laughs> just want to put that out there. Well, I don't. Hey, that's the thing that I'm really sensitive about, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is my don't insecurity. Yeah, yeah, I'm, inse- I'm insecure about the spiders on my face. I was almost going to say I'm insincere about it, but that's not true. I would never be <laughs> insincere about my face no, spiders. No, this is great. I love my face spiders. <laughs> All right. And, and with that, I really enjoy this. With that, I feel like we need to say something conjoined and together in a beautiful harmony. Are you ready to go? And yes. that's. I feel like it actually gets it worse. Hurts I me may every time. I am oh. so sorry, Fadies. Okay, so thank you so I'm much not. for joining us on our adventure today. I'm sorry, Brad. Uh, we hope yeah, to sorry, see Brad. you again in two weeks' time. Uh, we will oh, no. be back. We will be back. Uh, and I'm really excited to see what happens in a spider-filled forest not far out from Lakeside as they try and bring back Perspike for uh, caves. There's a lot that caves? happens at the moment. So thank you. Gosh, thank I'm you so much for joining us for our adventure today. And we hope to see you again in two Forest weeks rest. when we take on the rest of this episode. We'd like to give a big shout out to our Fadies whose support helps us keep the lights on in Eisen HQ and also makes the Fate of Eisen Discord and live events like Wellycon, a delightful home on the internet and in the real world. So a big shout out to Alex White Robertson, Irene Kuchi, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blathers, Sam Malcolm, Lauren Flake, Kydra and Falls, Kai Dealer, Rihanna Kovalsik, Ben Edwards, Victoria and Gavin Porter, Daniel Nickers, Bachelor Katarina from Pomposet, Squish the Guy Who Doesn't Talk on an Audio Only Podcast, and Alexandra Litkites, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman, Chaos the Fox, Dakota Shemansky, Andrew M, Waffle loves you and hopes you have a good day jared from the indie film review podcast ezekiel taborelli the gamatron christian h samsara at gamers adhd disturbed one nz linden hood tom ailey erica jane and stephen horn thank you so much you are all amazing people uh and yeah 
with that, let us finish up here today. Inohora, kakite ano. Oh, oh, and big thank you to Brad who does all of the editing of the podcast. I keep forgetting to thank Brad. He does so much work behind the scenes, and I know you hear his voice on the podcast episodes. So please go check out those episodes. And see him in Even the chat. though you've been here in the stream, um, he is also in the chat sometimes. Watch it. Oh, there we go. He says, "F that Brad guy." Um, so. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. He cannot take a compliment. <laughs> Big shout out to him, the original creator of Eyes in the World, who has let me Ooh. screw with it uh, and make it into whatever <laughs> I want it to be. So a big, big shout out there. Um, could not do this. Literally could not do this without him and everything he has done. So big shout outs there. So aroha nui to Brad and aroha nui to all of you out there watching. Um, I love you nui. all so much. So thank you very much for being here. Um, yeah, it means everything. Okay. Are we ready to get out of here, crew? Yep. Bye. You're the best. Stay cool. Bye, everybody. Call your parents. See you later. Yeah, F that Brad guy. Uh, Wow. Uh, I mean, DM Jules is not messing around, is she? Rotting corpse in a pod? Check. Spidery ambush? You betcha. And was that the chaos curse showing its cheeky little self? I, for one am very excited about that. But we're going to have to wait to see more of it in the future because guess what? That is the end of episode 5. Be kind to each other, have fun and games and all that stuff, and we will see you again next time for episode 6.